No, man, it's either Area 51 or the Police Training Academy game. Uh, snap! Boosters, and we're back after a holiday break. Uh, you know, hanging out after Thanksgiving. Uh, Chad Higgins, how was your Thanksgiving? Uh, <laughs> he's still recovering. <laughs> uh, we talked last episode. You going to say what, what you're eating. What, what meats did you consume for Thanksgiving? I got to have a little ham, a little brisket, a little turkey, a little Holy Trinity. What were you snacking on? Uh, well, I mean, for me, the, the huge. So a little... Um, Little turkey, okay. little ham. Okay. Um, so I made my own turkey. Okay. I I did go with sous vide. You sous vide? No, <laughs> that's a big old bucket. <laughs> big old bucket of bird. Um. <laughs> so I went. I, I went young, young turkey, just breast, which is kind of odd. Like okay. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like. No offense, but when half I'm, the bird I used to be. When I'm buying food at Walmart, right? I don't feel like I need to know the age. You know what I mean? So weird statement. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't teen beef. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like a young bird. Right, you know, right, or right, young right. turkey. Sesame Street character that didn't. I mean, make you're the just cut. Make, yeah. you're just making me feel sad. Yeah. At this point. <laughs> he had so much ahead of him, and now he's here. Yeah, <laughs> necklace. Yeah. <laughs> Just cut down in the prime alive. alive, yeah. Uh, we wish you do. For what the if there bird. was the opposite? Like, what if by the young- what is the opposite of buying the bird by the age? <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, what if there was just like packaging that was just like this is one old turkey, <laughs> one old bird. This is it is a tired old bird. I mean. Uh, I mean, I don't think it would sell as well, but you know, maybe. <laughs> he died of natural causes. Well, I mean, that's just, kind of, I mean, at some level, that's kind of what we're hoping for with like free range, right? Like, we just want to know they <laughs> no, had a good not, life. I, what if instead of quality of meat, it was quality of their life? They just marked him down as like, you know, did well, wrote a novel, uh, had a lot of great insights. I do, I do. Climbed two mountains. I, I get the, I get the idea. And I actually really do value that, like, of people that are like, hey, I, I don't want to like support. You know, like the barn rate. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Birds that never even see the, like, the, the light sun. of day. Yeah. Um, but I, I do feel like there's probably a natural, like maybe like overstepping of that. I just feel like it's getting like you're publishing like, their blog, right? Like I just feel like it's getting overly specific. It's yeah. like giving this, them names. Yeah, this turkey not it was in. Chain link fencing. <laughs> Jeremy Turkey. <laughs> his, his name was Kevin. <laughs> Kevin Turkey, yeah. Uh, Sorry if your name's Kevin, by the way. <laughs> he's like, I'm not a turkey. Like, just <laughs> perking up in his office. So, so you had a young turkey. Uh, okay, uh, uh, yams, no yams. Yam or no yam? A yam, what a yam, Zach. Um, what is the difference between a yam and a sweet potato? No, I'm trying nothing, to figure nothing, out if nothing, I actually nothing, ate a yam. Nothing. <laughs> Uh, oh, we went sweet potato. Okay, you know? y'all, y'all go sweet on the sweet potato, or a little more savory? Like, is it like bu- butter and goodness, or is it like uh, cinnamon sugar and the whatnot? Oh yeah, dude, we eat that stuff like it's candy. Okay, candy. You know? All right, that's probably a yam then. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, uh, canberry sauce or cranberry sauce? So I don't do either one. Okay, <laughs> on principle or my wife, who is a very classy lady. Okay, 
um, goes quite the opposite, though. Oh. So she wants the cranberry, but it's like, it needs to come from that can. You know what I mean? Like, right. that's what she likes. Yeah. Um, but I don't touch the stuff. Okay. I don't trust it. So Martha's the canberry lady. She's she, she's here for the canberry cranberry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like it looks like a can when you take it out. Correct. I, I mean, that's a weird... People celebrate that. You know, there are some... You know, families and traditions that are real excited about slicing that can-shaped goo, and that's that's how she is. Like she okay. wants that. Okay. Specific. I mean, I mean, she likes the other, but there's. I think there's something to it, right? Yeah. Like that's what she grew up with, and and so there there A consistent are, flavor. That's right. Yeah, there are there are things to like Thanksgiving or Christmas meal that become more tradition yeah. than anything that make the meal not because it tastes great because it's what you always had that's right correct that's right. like it, it's there's a little bit of nostalgia to it which is why green bean casserole persists right like no 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 bro i love it i've told what? you no this. it's so wild i love nobody green. loves it you just always have it i love a good green bean casserole <sighs> just keeping that legacy going right is that on your mom's side or your dad's side my the, mom where the, good. Where the, did, could her, did her mom before her also make it i don't listen i'm not getting into family secrets here <laughs> God, just them French's shoestring potatoes. On oh, top. they're the that, best. Oh my God. <laughs> they're the best. Oh, that's okay. My family makes tabbouleh, so I have no tabbouleh. It's, it's a thing on my on my grandma, my my mother. Are you wearing time. parachute pants at Thanksgiving? What <laughs> no, are you doing? They like that cracked wheat, man. A little tomato sauce in there. It's wow. uh, lit, literal. The joke is, whoever's eating the tabbouleh, your breath stinks. You have to all sit at the same table, but they love it. I love the tabbouleh. That is wild. Yeah. So. Now your dad's from Canada. Yeah, so it's a different Thanksgiving. They celebrate differently. <laughs> They've already had theirs. It's already happened. It's come and gone. So. They've already been thankful. They've already been thankful, yeah. Do yeah. you celebrate both? Or did you celebrate no, both growing up? No, we didn't celebrate both growing up. We just have American Thanksgiving. Your dad fully committed. Fully he came committed. over here. Yeah, he's, a, like, he's, he's, he's more American than most Americans. Like he, he's, he's American by choice, not by birth. Like That's, wow. that's the strong statement there. So. Love it. So did you eat too much? Did you overeat? Uh, you know, it was it was. We spaced ours out over three days, yeah, so I, I like, feel like generally we're pretty well up. But did you like? Did you like go, go all in? Are you done? I, you know what? Even even though I'm a, even though I'm a, a heavy set guy, okay. Uh, I hate a generous portion yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's the grossest thing you've ever said. To me. Um, I I hate that feeling of being. Oh, overstuffed. Like sick, sick full. I would rather just eat like a nice plate. Take a little break. Yeah. I so that's kind of a rule. Like I'm just like one one plate's enough. You're not here till you hurt. (laughs) Yeah, dude. I don't (laughs) who wins then, right? Yeah. Yeah, because here's what's gonna happen, right? I'm gonna eat more than I can handle. Yep. My three-year-old daughter is going to want me to play. <laughs> and you're going to vomit. Correct. <laughs> like, I don't need that. Like, nobody's bringing that to Thanksgiving. There's no toilet in the little playhouse in the back. Oh, it's not man. wired for plumbing. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. Uh, was there ever a time in your life when you overate and have stories and regrets? <sighs> so, honestly. I feel like when we were younger, we all used to overeat, right? Unofficially. Unofficially. Um May or may not, depending on the news source, have set the unofficial Duncan High School or Duncan Middle School record for most slices of pizza eaten at a CC's after track meet. Um, What's the count? What's the number on that? I don't know. Man. I'm just making it <laughs> Whatever up. Whatever the plaque is. Yeah, uh, yeah. Here, we ate a lot. 
Okay. So me and basically my entire group of friends who were on the track team or most of us were throwers, okay, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is we're on the track team. I feel like but... a track team has two halves. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. There's two halves to a track yeah, yeah. team. It's like shot putting discus over here and then sprinters over right. here. Right. We yeah. set up in the stands most of the day. <laughs> Through for thirty minutes <laughs> and, and then got the bus. sunburned. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we went to CC's after this middle school oh, track. Like the bus unloaded. Bus unloaded. You know they hate that. Yeah. Right. Everybody's eating for four nights. They're closing up early. CC you later. Yeah. 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 Um, by the way, so the disruption. Me and a guy named Cedric were going head to head. Oh, so it was a name competition. It wasn't like an after the fact, de facto, like, oh, I think Chet did it. Y'all were going after it. A bunch of people were. Okay. Okay. We all started with Gauntlet Thrown. Well, and here's the deal. Um, our count was that every every plate had six slices of pizza on it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you went up to the buffet, you got you got a plate, six slices of pizza on it, and then we all kept our stack of plates next to us. Okay, but here's the deal, man. I look over there. We're like four plates deep. He's not eating the crusts. Oh, he's leaving the bones. And he's, he's like, bones? he's like, that's not the pizza. I'm oh, like, it is the it's pizza, the man. Filling part of the pizza. There's like, there's a, easily another pie over there in crusts. So, why'd you bring this up? Now I've got, I'm, I've been working through this. For over twenty years, and you're bringing it back up. Oh no, we we talked about it or whatever, and because uh, because that's because my story is at Casa Bonita because that we went on a, a youth trip one time in Oklahoma City. Growing up, it was big fun when they closed the Oklahoma City Casa Bonita to go to the Tulsa one. Yeah, and there was a youth trip, uh, and at Casa Bonita it's unlimited enchiladas. You get to raise the little flag, which by the way they're bringing it back. Someone has repurchased the rights to Casa Bonita. They're going to okay. It back. So you you. All you can eat enchiladas. Enchiladas. And then when you're ready, you have raise the flag, they bring more out to you. A little flag at your table. You're just going. Nuts. So you're just like a young little empire little emperor. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Yeah. Young Madam. Master, young master has summoned more food. Uh, but their enchiladas were basically just like blocks of Velveeta melted down or whatever. It was just like they would melt the block of Velveeta, scrape a layer, put it in a tortilla, roll it up. Um, so it sat real heavy, real heavy on your stomach. Uh, and so that was that was the experience because Casa Bonita also was famous for having the arcade, so it was like a built-in chance to like feel the like the wiggles of like I think I'm gonna hurl. Yeah. So yeah. CC's got a pretty nice arcade as well. Well, you know, get that Area 51, that police trainer <laughs> game. <laughs> There's nothing like a greasy finger on that Area 51 game to really mess up your accuracy <laughs> record because you can't shoot through it because it reflects back. The grease reflects back on the gun. Yeah. Why is that so accurate? <laughs> it's just because you can see it. You can just see the screen with the streak where the kid tried to wipe oh. it, but his hand was greasy and it didn't work out. Golly, kids that, have been making little suicides on that. <laughs> Fountain all day long. Oh, just, those drinks just spilling in a cruising um, USA. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just double pump the brakes, man. Just oh, oh man, yeah. if you didn't think you could drive at eight years old on a cruising <laughs> USA, you thought you were ready to drive. When you I double know. tap the gas, you go fast. You That's, do a wheelie. <laughs> you do a wheelie. That's right. Up on two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so no, happy Thanksgiving, everybody! Eating too much. Uh, this episode, man, it's, it's holiday season. I think for a lot of us, uh, there's a lot of reflection going mm-hmm. on in ministry right now. There's a lot of folks that are sitting back and thinking about 
what has been, what will be. So Chad, maybe a little just kind of like big picture stuff in the wake of last year, year and a half. What what are some big picture things that you're going to put out there as like a forecast or projection for 2022 in ministry? What are some things that folks aren't thinking about or aren't doing, or maybe like this is, guys, I think we've discovered it. This is the thing that you want to put out for folks to be thinking about. Well, obviously in my new role. Yeah, so a little biased. Uh, my bias, 2022. The year of the parent. Year of the parents. Let's talk about it a little bit more. Yeah. Um, let's let's start rallying around maybe some resources. And I'll say right, uh, right here up front, uh, if you would like to chat... I would love the opportunity uh, to hear from you, hear maybe what you're doing uh, in parent ministry, thoughts that you may have, uh, resources that you would love to see. see yeah, yeah, from, um, from 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 you back to you. That's right. Tell yeah. us what you need. Um, and so if, if you would like to, please reach out to me. You can email me at chad.higgins, H-I-G-G-I-N-S. That at, last S, so important. That last S, not, not Higgins. Higgins, yeah. Higgins. Yeah. H-I-G-G-I-N-S at lifeway.com. And I would love uh, to set up, set up time. time. Yeah, yeah, set up some time and talk. Well, we'll drop that email in the show notes below. But Chad, really would love to hear from you as you're thinking about parent stuff, uh, the conversations that we should be starting, maybe these spaces that we should be carving out for it. I think it could be really important. Yeah, man. You've got some essentials coming up, right? So our training... Are we allowed to talk about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the folks want to make the long drive. Uh, for our South Texas listeners, uh, we are going to be in San Antonio and Houston, Houston. This feels like we're like doing the Comedian Roadshow. Uh, we're going to be in... Uh, catch us at tour dates at February 7th, 8th, and 10th in South Texas, San Antonio, Houston North, Houston South, and then in March... It's right 7th. after my birthday, by the way. I know. We're going to celebrate. Oh, wow. Uh, and then in March, we're going to be up the Capital Way, and we're going to be in uh, Norfolk, uh, Virginia, uh, uh, Richmond, Virginia, and then Annapolis, Maryland, hanging out with some friends. So South Texas folk, uh, not quite Boston for the folks in the Northeast, but almost, or for our junior friends, uh, we'd love to see the free one-day events. Uh, they are limited capacity, so first come, first serve on registrations, um, but the chance for our Lifeway team to hang out, give away a bunch of goodies, make some local connections, and we've got some new strategy sessions uh, that we're excited about unleashing on folks, sharing with folks, dreaming together in this next season of ministry. Can, can we talk about how much stuff you give away at those things? <laughs> we do give away. It's unreal. <laughs> it's it's easy. It's like, like, hey, would you like to come to a free one day thing? Uh, I guess. Would you like a hundred bucks in stuff? <laughs> yeah, yeah. A hundred yeah. bucks is. You give out way more than $100 worth of things. We give like a $50 Bible, like two or three Bible studies, a bunch of devotionals. It basically is the Thanksgiving sampler of all of the things that we... It's a little bit of everything that we do. It's a lot of fun. If you've ever been somewhere and you've gotten so much free stuff that that it's like, it almost... You're like, what am I going to do with it? Where am I going to put this? Right. Like, first of all, if you show up to Essentials, make sure to drive. Don't ride a bike. Right. Don't ride a bike. Bring, bring an extra backpack, right? Like, bring, bring a giveaway backpack because we're going to load you up with stuff. Yeah. It's super fun. Um, so, yeah, those are those are fun. I love going to those. They're I so love good. speaking at home. Um, they're a lot of fun. And so uh, there's some really cool breakdown of how your training team really, yeah. like, thoughtfully thinks through not only, like, some just great practical things to think about of being a good minister, but then also, like, 
kind of a self-reflective time, yep. Yep. which I think is really, really good. Some so. really like strate- like some reflective strategy that you can implement, and then some soul care, self-care as you kind of lead through the ministry. So I, I don't know. We call it essentials because we really think it's it, it, all of it really matters. I think for some folks, they hear essentials and think it's like the basics. It's fresh stuff every year that we come out and share. And this year, I'm really excited for some of the ways in which we're implementing strategy at the ministry level. And so it's going to be a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah man, uh, I think for us, that's kind of the thing that I'm most excited about. I think a lot of folks in ministry are rethinking maybe their philosophy of ministry, but I think strategy is back on the table. I, we, we've talked about this maybe in other episodes. I know we've talked about it at conference things that we did this last fall, but I think ministry for the first time in a long time, student ministry feels like a chance to be fresh again. I, I think from 2011, 2012, into 2020, we were all just like tuning the dials a little bit. We were just kind of like doing a little tweaks here and there, a little, you know, try this song out. Maybe we do like the song after the talk or the whatever, but it all felt like, like kind of like just ticky tacky. Like we're just kind of little minor experiments. I think there's some folks that are doing some really interesting, cool, maybe even big mm-hmm. kind of shifts in the ways in which they're trying to both reach students, but disciple students. And so I'm excited for some of the fresh strategy that I've overheard from folk. And I see folks that are rolling out in this next year. So I think it's it's exciting and important. You think, you think COVID's kind of paved the way for some of that? Like, Yeah, I, I think COVID was some forced creativity, uh, I think th- there was a little bit still kind of some trauma shock of like, uh, do I even have a ministry to come back to? Will the kids come back? But I think for a lot of folks, there's some clarity that's coming with this fall into thinking about next spring where like some folks have come back, some folks have not come back, some may never come back. Um, some of the things that we were doing are now kind of like brushed out so we can like make some space. Because that was always the thing before is like, it's hard to think fresh or new without really deleting something else. And for a lot of folks, like it's hard to be the guy or the girl that like cuts something if it's not quite done yet. Like even if it's like, man, there's not a lot of kids coming to this, but we've done it for a long time. Maybe we should keep it. I think for a lot of folks, it was kind of that like hard reset, that forced reset of what do we actually need? What do we actually need to do? And so I think there's some, I think there's some excitement there. At least in some of the conversations that I've been having, there's some excitement for what could be. There's some hard work, but I think there's some openness to uh, newness that hasn't been new in maybe seven, eight, 10 years. Love it. One, uh, um, so last week we talked a little bit about parent ministry. Yep. Uh, and then in the co- home, in the in home, the home. Right. and we kind of transitioned at the end of that episode. And we talked maybe a little bit about how to make it personal, those yeah. kind of things. So new for 2022. Okay. Let's me and you talk personally. Yeah. It's parents, husbands, those kind of things. Uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to throw it at you first. Cause I love putting you on. I like being on the back spot. Foot. Yeah, man. What is something that Zach working wants to do new? Yeah. Or maybe not completely new, but like fresh, refocus sure. those kind of things. Twenty two. When it co- we're talking about Zach working the family man. <laughs> what is what's something? It's a weird show on PBS. Yeah. <laughs> uh, man, I think the thing that we've we've done a little bit of this, and I like the 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 word use of like kind of refocus, like. Um, 
just getting into some of the Bible stories with my boys at home. Uh, like at church, we talk about some of the things, or if there's like carryover questions. Um, but I don't know if we've always done a good job of when we pray together and we talk about God and Jesus and like there's like faith things and spiritual things, but actually getting into like the stories of scripture, the characters of scripture. Cause my boys like are fully invested in story now. I mean, they finally like, it's not just like there is a Spider-Man. They want to know like, who is this Spider-Man, right? Like, it's not just like characters that are like on a screen, but like there's a couple of little animated versions of stuff that they're really into. And so I've had in recent days, some like parent guilt. We talked about parent guilt last week of like, uh, I don't want them to grow up knowing more Pokemon uh, than they do maybe some things uh, that are truth in scripture. And so, sure. I mean, obviously there's some really enticing Pokemon games and apps that help kind of feed the beast on that. But uh, I, I would love, I would love for us to be in a place where there's some, um, some knowledge and awareness and depth to the, 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 the arc of the story, the study of the characters in scripture and not just the principles. I mean, we've got, we've got a first grader and a pre k right. We're a little more cognizant than just kind of those early phases of right. like, God loves you. God made you. Well, you can begin to build on something. Right? Yeah. So the God that loves us, loves us because right. The God that made us, made us in this way. And I think those are kind of at the forefront of like this next year together. So, yeah. well, I think that's huge. I think when you're talking about parent ministry is, being able to build on something, right? And yeah. the younger that you start as a parent, yeah. the the better the foundation and the ability to build on something that's scriptural instead of just experience. Because for parents, if you wait until your kiddo is middle school, high school... Trying to explain all of it. <laughs> well, but you then start from this place of building on experience. Yeah. Right? Which may or may not be bad depending on what life has looked like and so you get to start first and foremost of building on an understanding of god's like for example faithfulness based off of what you've learned from scripture first yeah and then as a kid gets older they get to then experience faithfulness or what that looks like right yeah but if you don't start until they're in high school then a kid's going to already have some sort of life experience of whether or not they felt like God was faithful yeah. and not understanding who God is and the sure. way that he works. And so then you're trying to build on top of a life experience that may not be pointed or directed in the right way of examining the situation. That's good. That's good. And so I think helping parents begin to live that out, I think, is huge. Um, for me... Yeah, tell me about you and your girls. 2022, <clears throat> my daughter will be four. Yeah, man. Um, I, I know one of the big things that's already kind of beginning for us is not being on church staff anymore. That's different. Um, Getting to just be dad in the pew yeah. with my girls is going to be great. Um, and so I want to take advantage of that. I think being in this new role, um, I have to connect with what it really means to be a parent mm. and not just <laughs> the assumed pastor side of it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
but of really asking those questions of like what works, um, what's useful, what connects with my family, yeah. uh, th- those kind of questions. Getting to just sit next to my wife yeah. is something that we've not got to do a lot at church in our 14 years of marriage. Um, and so that's going to be, I think, pretty special. Um, and so getting to experience that time, I think it's going to be really good. Um, I do just to be really honest, even on staff, <clears throat> my daughter struggled with mm. being in the nursery, those kind of things. And so, um, and that's hard, right? Like that's hard being on staff when you have other responsibilities, your kid's crying in the classroom. You can't you know, quite go bail them out. Right, yeah, right. Yeah. Those kind of things. And so getting to be fully present dad in that moment, um, I think will will be very beneficial with my wife and Malia and those kind of things. And so um, I, exploring church from a new perspective is going to be good. A, a new thing for us in 2022. I'm actually really excited that you're serving in this role in specifically this capacity um, to not, to be able to help through the lens of parent and yeah. not just pastor. I'm excited for that. Well, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, comments below. If you uh, are thinking about things to your family in this year, we're wrapping up only a couple more episodes uh, before 2022 is here, and we're thinking about ministry ahead in the coming days and weeks. Uh, we're excited for what all that has, and we'd love to hear the ways in which you are excited too, and maybe, you know, what we should get Chad for Christmas this year. Uh, snap! Hey, friends, thanks again for listening. We are uh, the biggest fans of you. Booster started uh, with two youth ministers that wanted the health of other youth ministry leaders to be at the forefront of both their ministry and work as much as they care about their students to see the community that valued and have each other. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can follow us on social media at Youth Ministry Booster on Instagram, Ministry Booster on the Twitter or on Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Feel free to send any emails to booster at youthministrybooster.com about this podcast or other ways you're looking to stay boosted in your work of leading out in youth ministry.